great seminar coming up in Park City, Utah on February 25th and 26th on whiplash trauma. Hopefully the dogs aren't going to fall down the mountain and sustain whiplash themselves. Well, if they do, they're still going to get continued education credits for that. It's going to be fun, so we'll see all you guys there. Additionally, if you guys can't make it out to that whiplash trauma seminar, we have the CBP Basics, a X-ray and posture principles seminar coming up in Anaheim, California on March 12th and 13th. Be sure to register for that early on um, www.idealspine.com because that is surely going to fill up quickly. We'll see you there. Chiropractic United is also brought to you by Elite Coaching and Dr. Fred DiDomenico. For more information about Elite Coaching, please browse to www.elitecoachingllc.com. Additionally, this podcast brought to you by PostureCo, developers of the X-ray digitizing software suite known as PostureA. If you want a quick and efficient way to market your practice, bulletproof your practice with radiographic EMR, then PostureA is just for you. You don't even need digital X-ray to take full advantage of the software. So browse to www.posturco.com for more information. Additionally, while at that website, check out our new iPhone screening app known as Posture Screen Mobile. It works on the iPhone 3GS, the iPhone 4, as well as the iPod Touch, as well as iPad. So please browse to posturco.com for more information on Posture Screen Mobile or check it out on iTunes. It's free, so download it right now. So get ready because another Cairo United podcast begins now. Good evening, it's Dr. Fred Domenico with Chiropractic United. Uh, with uh, Dee, well, Dean's not with us tonight, but it's Joe. He's Joe with us in spirit, though. Yeah, he is. So Chiropractic United is provided is uh, supported by me and Dr. D, Dr. Joe Farantelli, who is the CEO of Poshico and the CTO. Big letters there, yeah, big uh, letters. Uh, CBP. Yes. So every week we cover different topics, whether it's politics, philosophy, management, and recent research. And that's what Chiropractic United is. Bring it all together to help change the, not only change the profession, but help advance all the doctors that are on this listening tonight. So tonight we have Dr. Joe Betts, who's one of the lead instructors for CBP. He's also on the board of directors of the ICA, as well as board of directors of the Idaho State Chiropractic Association. So uh, along with being an author and um, co-authoring some of the books and doing a bunch of case studies, Joe, what's going on politically that we need to be that we need to be aware of that the profession needs to awaken to a little bit? We're in some pretty dangerous positions right now. Boy, that's an understatement. And the profession's really at a crossroads at this point in time. Um, there's been for for many many years. There's obviously been a split in the profession, and and years. Years have passed since there have been attempts to divide the profession into two. Um, we've coined that tiering of the profession um, because they each side wants a, a higher tier and a lower tier. Um, one state has moved forward and already done that, the state of New Mexico. And many people have probably read about this in the, in the chiropractic journals and newspapers. Um, New Mexico last year, uh, was either one or two years ago, they passed legislation basically declaring a new category of chiropractors, these advanced uh, practice chiropractors. And the main difference with these advanced chiropractors versus us regular chiropractors is the right to be able to do injectable nutrients. And um, New Mexico started out with mainly sticking with natural substances, and that's what has been approved to date is natural substances. But they, they didn't end there, this this 
fringe element of the profession in New Mexico has actually really started to push towards um, passing the prescriptive rights for dangerous drugs and even surgery. They're, they submitted some legislation this this year. Um, it was actually heard today um, by one of the House committees, and <clears throat> I don't know the outcome of that yet, but it was heard by one of the House committees, and the bill, as it was introduced, basically would give chiropractors, these advanced chiropractors, that is, the right to prescribe dangerous drugs um, that would be approved by the by the formulary committee of the board. So the chiropractic well, that's board actually, has a... That's actually quoted, right? Dangerous drugs. Dangerous drugs. That's their language. So now they're trying to get into these dangerous drugs. Um, and surgery was in there also. And they've also eliminated all references to chiropractic was, was changed to chiropractic medicine. And so they're, they're really overhauling the, the entire scope of practice in New Mexico and pushing for almost an integration into medicine. Um, and, you know, we, as we all know, at least my feelings on the matter is that's really a failed model of healthcare. But um, they're really trying to advance into that for what they describe themselves as being, um, you know, um, they see themselves kind of being better off being able to prescribe these drugs. Well, I was going to say, Joe used the frame integration, and it seems more like it's elimination. You know, they're not trying to integrate chiropractors. You're trying to absorb them and uh, eliminate them. Yeah. And that literally redefine it, and then chiropractic is gone. The challenge yeah, it, that is, and you, you probably know, Joe, that once they do it in one place, then now you have precedence. And then we're really, the profession's really in a hurting position. They, they do have other states jumping on this bandwagon, um, seeking input and counsel from the people in New Mexico as to how they did it in their state to try to push it in other states. And so that is true. And, and, I, and Fred, I agree with you completely. The, I think the purpose would be to slowly eliminate the regular chiropractors or force them into their model of practice. And let me ask you this, Joe. Who stands to benefit from this happening? I mean, well, obviously, I mean, the person that I could see why a local doctor would say, hey, look, I'm advanced certified. You need to come see me. I'm better than the average chiropractor. I have more schooling. I can prescribe like a real doctor. But who is really benefiting from this? Well, if you, if you kind of track where the money, who's going to have to be paying for a lot of this stuff, you start to find that um, in order to be an advanced chiropractor, you have to take some seminars. And so the source of these seminars is, is going to be taught through, uh, well, there's two colleges that are teaching them now that I, that I know of, Texas Chiropractic and, and National. And National is probably the, the big one of the two. And so a lot of it's coming from that direction. And so as far as financial gain, there's, there's certainly that. The other aspect of financial gain would be the fact that written into their, their law in New Mexico, for example, is that you have to have an exam or board certification, so by a national credentialing agency. Uh-huh. And so the National Board of Chiropractic Examiners would obviously stand to benefit from that significantly if all of a sudden they had 60,000 chiropractors that, that needed to take this test. Um, so that would be a huge financial boom for them. Um, and then, of course, the Federation of Chiropractic Licensing Boards um, is, is, you know, basically in bed with the, the National Board of Chiropractic Examiners from a financial standpoint. They're funded by them, and so they stand to benefit quite a bit as well. 
And so those are the main groups I see really benefiting quite a bit. And the schools, of course, too. They're going to be certain schools will resist, right. you know, developing these programs, and the other ones are going to have it. And so right. they're going to be putting that. Right. And they're going to play on the public outcry or the, the public opinion saying, well, I, I want to go to a real school that does real medicine. I want to be one of those medical chiropractors, not like one of those subluxation-based chiropractors. And, you know, I, I could see anybody who doesn't understand this, um, that thinks that this is just some conspiracy theory, is really, they really have their head in the sand. I mean, the average chiropractors I speak to don't even have any clue that any of this is going on. They don't even read the 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 typical news journals and outlets in our profession, let alone they wouldn't think that this would happen or they think, well, they they will look at it, at least in my belief, is, oh, well, it must be scientific. Well, that's a scientific way to go, let alone like, uh, Joe, you're one of the most published chiropractors in the, in the field. You have quite a few index papers. And, you know, as far as there, it, it just, it's a bad road to go down in my, my opinion. Fred, what, what's your input? Well, yeah, of course. And the challenge is, you know, I mean, self-admittingly, when I was in practice, man, it was all about having a big practice. And I wasn't involved in politics. And now, you know, trying to, trying to literally redefine chiropractic, you know, or the whole reason that I know Elite is affiliated with CBP, if there's anything that's going to save the profession, it's the research in CBP. And if people don't stand up and learn how to really apply the principle and philosophy of chiropractic was something in practice that the that the general public has to start demanding. I mean, obviously, the profession's out there killing itself for some reason. They're completely, uh, you know, eating itself that it seems like we almost have to drive the general public so we can save our own right. purpose. Right. And, you know, what I think is kind of odd is uh, is... I look at it and people say, well, if we went down that road, it would open up the doors where we could be more integrated with medicine and get more referrals and stuff. And, you know, it's kind of funny about that. And Fred, you know, you've been in my practice. You helped me. You're actually my coach. My number one source of new patients are medical doctors for a reason. And that reason is, is that these people are failing with traditional um uh, methods, and they know that they need to try something else. It's within their standard of care that, hey, we need to get this patient somewhere else. And who is the, the scientific chiropractor in the, this area? And they refer to me. And so I have all these medical doctors referring me patients. And if I did what they did, why would they refer to me? You know? Well, exactly. Uh, you know, and I think, you know, the, the thing is, it's the uniqueness of chiropractic and the effectiveness is why we've, we've made it so far, even in spite of ourselves, you know, which is why there's Chiropractic United, man. The whole principle of what we're doing here is to really be out there and teaching people, hey, man, you got to make, you got to make a stand. Right. If there's any time in the history, I mean, there was people that went to jail and they gave their lives for, uh, for what we can do. They paved the roads that we're driving on. And now it's time for us to be paving some roads. And that's what Chiropractic United is about. Is start paving these new roads. Because the ones that, that they paved, you know, those are tired. There's potholes in them. They don't work anymore. I mean, they do on a patient, but not out. You know, medicine is not going to buy your philosophy, but they love our science. Right. They're actually promoting our science. Absolutely. Now, Joe, what do, you, what do you think about this, and what's the ICA doing right now? What, what's going on nationally about this? Well, 
excuse me, there's there's been a lot of uh, a lot of stuff put out there by the national associations, and and I, I can having followed all of it and being involved in the ICA, I can tell you that the ICA is you know right on top of this. Um, we actually have a special committee that's dedicated to following this and tracking this, and I'm on that committee. We meet probably once every once every couple weeks um, for a teleconference, and we go through this stuff. And we have feet on the ground in New Mexico. Um, we had a, a, another committee that was monitoring and tracking the entire um, CCE, Council on Chiropractic Education, issue that revolves right into this chiropractic medicine um, movement. Mm-hmm. And so we've had committees following and, and reacting, writing letters, attorneys, writing letters and and really been been trying to do everything we can to get our opinions heard out there um and i wouldn't be surprised if we you know as an organization we'll have to go to more extreme levels as these things go further and further along wow wow yeah well you know it is our wake-up call like fred is saying that you know we need to step up otherwise when my son needs a chiropractor (coughs) 20 years old he's not going to get the same type of chiropractor you know and you know, unfortunately, it's we're going to go down that same failed road that we see. I mean, when you ask a typical patient, you know, not to dog on the osteopaths, but nobody knows what an osteopath is anymore. They don't. My, and I have a lot of DOs that refer to me. People don't know what a DO is. They just know that he's a doctor. But they, they'll ask me, well, he's a doctor, but what type of doctor is he? I know you're a DC, but what's a DO? And But yet they'll take medications from this person and not even know what their credentials are. So. Well, you- you know what the thing is, Joe, you know, back when chiropractic started, well, both Joe's, Joe and Joe, <laughs> I'll just say Joe and you both can respond. Yeah. So, you know, the thing is, I mean, the philosophy is awesome. You know, it's the way our body works, man. It's the way God intended. It's universal intelligence and the release of innate intelligence in everybody and universal intelligence in all of us. And, and, and it's all great. But now the thing is you have to prove yourself. Like back then, people didn't care. You know, once it became legal, so to speak, and now there's third-party payers, you have to prove yourself now. I mean, people think, you know, we have uh, Mike Misko, who's a compliance attorney, works with us and consults with us at our seminars and teleconferences. You know, we just gave a, uh, he just spoke at our seminar in Salt Lake City. And you learn about what's a legal treatment plan. I mean, it used to be, well, you know, you keep notes if they have insurance and you don't if they're not, if they're cash. But that's not it anymore. I mean, you can get sued just as much on a cash patient as you can on a PI. Right. And you have to have a reason for every adjustment. And if you don't have that backed and researched, and that's the benefit of CBP, why I say this is going to be the foundation of the future of any pure chiropractic. If there's any pure chiropractic of philosophy and application that is going to allow this profession to survive, that's where it is. And that's why, you know, again, that's why we're doing this. Right. Absolutely. So, and thank God for people like you, Joe, that, you know, have the philosophy and have the application and have that passion to be out there, you know, creating a movement and being involved politically. I mean, politics isn't everybody's passion, so thank God it's yours, which is why we need to support yep. people like you no, financially. Yeah. Joe, I wanted to ask you, what's the um, what's the ACA stance? Do you know what how what their stance is on this? Are they sitting back, or what are they doing? They they have an official policy um, that 
chiropractic is a healthcare discipline without the use of drugs and surgery. And so what's going on in New Mexico directly contradicts that. Now, ironically, I think one of the individuals in New Mexico is on the ACA House of Delegates and introduced a motion last year to try to remove that from the ACA's policy manual. Um, it, was it was defeated. And so the ACA really, from what I can tell on the outside looking in, has a couple different camps in there, one that's firmly opposed to that movement and one that's all for it and pushing for it. And so we have to see exactly how they're going to come out in the end. As an organization, they haven't made any <clears throat> any um, real strong statements. There's been a few articles published in Dynamic Chiropractic from a former ACA president speaking uh, on behalf of the ACA, but the organization itself hasn't come out real strong against it, but at least there, there are some people in that group that are opposed to it. What, now, what other states, do you know what other states are kind of looking at this? I mean, do, do you guys well, know that information? Um, or there are other, there's other states that have injectable rights, like Oklahoma, for example, um, that you know, already have some of this in place, and they'll probably take the further steps once they see these things happening in New Mexico. Mm -hmm. I know that there's been a survey in, in Alabama, uh, a survey in Alabama for the, the chiropractors, and, and, and there was some um, a good percentage, actually, of doctors in favor of getting some prescription rights. But I didn't read that survey. I don't know how the questions were worded. It might be a little bit deceiving to say that. So there are other states looking at it, and there, there's probably different ways that they'll think about doing it. Um, and that's where the, the Federation of Chiropractic Licensing Boards is a national entity that most of our state our state boards belong to. They pay dues to them. Mm -hmm. And they're working on what's called a Model Practice Act. And within that Model Practice Act is the development of a formulary um, that's going to be able to determine what chiropractors can and cannot you know, prescribe or recommend. And so <clears throat> it definitely is something that is has a lot of traction nationally. It's not just a, a small group of doctors in one state that have too much control. Um, it is a large group of, of, of individuals that have manipulated the power at the top in all these organizations. Wow. Wow, that is something. That's a big one. Yeah, well, thanks for bringing this up to us, Joe. Um, you know, as far as sure. I'm, I'm glad we, we have, the, you know, the this out uh, ability on iTunes to help fully disperse some of this information, of course, and have Facebook and Twitter, um, because people need to really know this and know this information so they can, you know, act on it, you know, and we just have to at least, wait, or, you know, raise the public awareness of it. Um, but, uh, you know, moving along, did you have anything else that you wanted to add to that, Joe? Not really, other than what, you know, what, what Fred just re, you know, spoke about a few minutes ago. It's really important for doctors. They, a lot of times they wonder how they can be involved in support. And, and we don't need you know, every doctor to be involved at a level that I am. Mm -hmm. um, there are people like me who are committed to this political process, to helping the profession. But if they really join, like if they at least would join, join the ICA, at least to come up, you know, there's so many exactly. people that don't have a membership. I mean, I've been... Um, a member of the ICA. Well, of course, you know Joe as, as well. I mean, our uh, our mentor, Dr. Don, basically uh, told us there is no other way. You will join the ICA, and I didn't even know what I was joining at the time. 
you know, and he's like, you will join the ICA because it's the only uh, reasonable voice in, in chiropractic. And I said, okay, you know, and now I'm glad he, he, he taught me back then because it does, it does stand for what chiropractic really is, you know. And it makes a, it makes a huge difference having that, that membership support in these organizations makes an absolute huge difference mm-hmm. um and we, we we devote every board member a lot of people don't know this but every board member all the doctors there's you know i don't know 15 board members on the ica um, we all do everything that we do for for free there's no pay there's no stipends there's nothing like that and right. so everything we do we do out of really the goodness of, of our hearts for the profession and I think that's an important thing for people to know. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm glad. Thank you very much, Joe, for doing that for us. Absolutely. Um, kind of switching gears a little bit, Fred, um, we'll uh, at least try to move this onto a little more positive note. Um, you developed a little uh, new updates to uh, a, a wellness class that uh, you've done. You want to tell us a little bit about that and how we can educate patients on what real chiropractic is? Well, yeah, Joe, we have a new patient workshop, obviously, uh, you know, we're the founder of Elite Coaching, which, which is exclusively the uh, only coaching group specific for spinal rehab practices, especially in CBP. And, uh, you know, we always had new patient workshops, but since I speak at a lot of the seminars and we're the main group, really the only group that CBP supports and refers to consistently, um, you know, I sit through... I figured it out, usually about 180 hours of CBP seminars a year. So I have all the discs and I've sat through every one like four or five times. But uh, in going through that, it's always fascinating to see the research. So I ended up creating a PowerPoint that uh, uses a lot of the amazing moving graphics and things that you created, Joe, the movie clips, and then took some of the research out of the seminars. Deeds are proving it right now that says some amazing things. You know, it shows a picture of a cervical kyphosis or lumbar kyphosis and, and cites the study, how that's highly associated with disability. Right. It shows uh, the studies of, head, of abnormal head and neck posture cause weakened immune system, fibromyalgia, uh, problems with metabolism. And it shows, has a study from Freeman, a medical doctor in 1957, published in the uh, JAMA, that says not only is it associated with intestinal problems, immune system problems, all those things, but also shows uh, poor quality of life, shortened lifespan, mm-hmm. as well as people with uh, abnormal postures have unfulfilling relationships, that they're under more financial stress. So we have all these, and you give that in a workshop, because what are the objections? Time and money. Right. We always teach an elite that when you have a husband and wife, it's not health problems in a marriage. Right. So, so many times, even if you end up getting the spouse to a report of findings to, or to a workshop, you know, you, you end up talking to the spouse about the patient's problem. It's never the patient's problem. It's always the problem in the relationship. Right. And that's one thing that people will buy something. They buy with emotion and justify with fact. They need a bigger reason than it's just a curve in their neck. Mm-hmm. And when you have studies and research that show that abnormal posture affects the quality of your marriage, it affects your economic condition, you know, that takes money right out of the objection. Right, absolutely. And then, now what they buy is a great marriage. Mm -hmm. Because a a healthy spine and posture will lead to a better better life within yourself. So, So we took all this research, and then the most important thing 
is with all the life coaching training and communication training I've had over the last decade, the more important thing is not just how to spit out those facts, but how to have facts create an emotional impression. People buy with emotion and justify with facts. So we're going to give a training DVD and CD that uh, shows you not only not only gives you the, the PowerPoint, but shows you how to give it so it creates an emotional impression that makes people take responsibility. Yeah, you know, and one of the things, Fred, is that, you know, when I uh, came out of practice, you know, one of the things that Dr. Don had me do was the first thing you have to do to build your practice is actually educate patients and do workshops every week. And I know I can speak on uh, Dr. Betz's behalf. I know he does them as well, too. And um, as I got busier with CBP, uh, not too in the, the recent past, I just got so busy that, you know, I wasn't in my office as much and we weren't doing the, the uh, workshops as much. And what do you think happened with my practice? It started taking a nosedive because patients weren't getting the same quality of education and they were leaving before their spines were corrected. And me being a, a structural uh, specialist with, uh, with CBP, it was really frightening to me. And it's amazing that as soon as you start doing the classes again, uh, the, the whole energy of your, your practice shifts again, too. And your staff needs to hear this stuff, too, because they forget, you know, what they're doing and why they're doing it as well, too. So I think it's important that the staff, you know, gets pumped up about you doing the workshops and everything like that as well, too. Joe, you've well, been doing those for a while, too, haven't you, the workshops? Uh, well, I trained at Dr. Deed's office back in 2001, and I started doing them then. He, he made us do them every week there. And so it became ingrained. I've been doing it every one to two weeks since I opened my practice nine years ago. Yeah. And, and they work great. Yeah. It, well, the key is, I mean, even let's take patients and staff out of it. Doctors, you need to teach it to remind yourself why you're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, as, as great as CBP is, you know, the problem is we're all spine geeks, which is totally awesome. But the thing is we get caught up in teaching patients how when in reality, they're buying why. So how doesn't start until after they commit. So you gotta teach them why. And not only is the workshop why for the patients, but even more importantly, it's why for the doctor. Yeah. You know, you may not look forward to teaching, but when you're done, you're all fired up. And yes, I remember absolutely. when I practiced, yeah, not only was it the foundation of growth, but we gave them on Thursday nights. Fridays, we had record-breaking days. Yes. And when I mastered the communication stuff that I'm going to teach on that training DVD, in my own practice with no marketing, we added 100 people a day in five months. Our biggest growth period, when I mastered that workshop, we added 100 people a day in five months when we mastered that workshop because of the referrals that came from it. Wow. And when, when are you going to be able to present this? I know we're working on it. Are you going to be able to present this at the... CBP Whiplash Seminar in Park City? Are you going to be ready to show that off? Well, I'm hoping so. Deed's making some final changes on some stats and things, so it's, yeah. uh, it's up to him. I could probably show the copy that I have, and then we'll have the updated copy. Yeah, and then we'll be releasing it. I know I'm, I have to do my part and update some of my animations, and then we'll do our best to get Dr. Betts his copy so he can update his, his uh, workshop a little bit more, right, Joe? That's right. I got to see the one this past weekend at, at, at Fred's seminar in Salt Lake City, and it was it was great. Oh, um, you so saw it already. I'm a little I, jealous. Yeah. I know. Well, there, sorry, there is no doubt that this workshop, new patient workshop, will be the best in the profession. I'd put it up 
against anyone for, for influencing your audience. And Joe, you were there. I mean, as we were going through some of these studies, I remember looking at the audience. And again, this is an audience of doctors and staff. And there was a point I looked at the audience and the crowd was speechless. Yeah. I mean, nobody was saying anything. So it's like, okay, they get it. And these are doctors. Now imagine patients. Yeah. Wow. You know, they, they forget about how to present it, too, and they forget that they learn this information. So it, it is a good eye-opener for them. I can't wait to see what the finished product is. And, you know, I guess that's a little pressure on my end. i got to get uh, some of my uh, work done for that, too. Yeah, it'll be great. Wonderful, wonderful. So uh, I guess, uh, you know, we've we've went on here now for a little bit, and I think um, one of the biggest things that we need to, to do is, uh, first off, you know, thank you, Joe, uh, for coming on with us and doing this. We'd love to have you for more uh, uh, podcasts with Kyrie United. So thank you very much, and thank you to the ICA for doing it, what they are doing to help our profession. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on, and I look forward to uh, you know participating more in the future with, with you guys. Absolutely. And uh, Dr. Fred, in closing, when's the next time that you're going to have one of those boot camps coming up? Well, we have one at the beginning of March. The boot camp is really how to get people from back pain into posture, into overall health, and uh, really help them find their emotional reason why so they commit to care and pay you what you're worth. So. So that boot camp's coming up March 4th through the 6th. That's a day one, day two boot camp. Wonderful, wonderful. And, of course, we have a seminar coming up in Park City next week, and as well as we have one coming up in Anaheim, California, a basic x-ray posture and basically the, the roots of CBP. And that's coming up. Um, the date escapes me for right now. Dr. Betts, you're going to that seminar. Anaheim is uh, March 12th and 13th. 12th and 13th. See, I knew you'd come through because I didn't have the dates memorized because I travel so much with Deed. It's just a blur <laughs> when, nice. when, we're, when we're traveling. Okay, wonderful, guys. So I will uh, thank you all for coming out and doing this with us. And uh, we'll get this into the iTunes real shortly. And then we will be back doing this on next Tuesday as well for a follow-up. And we'll go ahead and take it from there. So thank you again, everybody. And... Uh, We'll see you next time on the next Kyrie United. Sounds great. Take care.